the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. And A.J. Applegar. Sin Shu Chu. It's a mouthful. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, co-host, Mr. AJ Epigarth. What is up, man? Uh, not much. Got a nice uh, clean shave today. Yeah, Accentuate the mustache notice, a little bit. The stash, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's the month of May, man. Uh, they both <laughs> start with M's, and uh, you know, Movember is still a ways out, so rocking it now sure um <clears throat> so interesting news today was not expecting to see this mr albert Pujols was was uh waived by the uh by the angels um like what <laughs> uh something about he wasn't enjoying the playing time you know jared jared walsh is pretty much taken over there it seems like uh you know not even playing a whole lot of DH. He's not, I mean, he's not hitting well anymore. He's not even close to the same player, but he has to be traded or, or released. And um, they gave him his, you know, gave him what he wanted. So yeah, I guess his hope is that he can sign with a, uh, a contender and, and just, you know, do whatever at this point. I don't think he's going to be, obviously he's not fantasy relevant at all, but you know, I guess he's just hoping he can be on a team that wins because the angels really aren't still, even though they're better. Um, they keep trying to spend money, and it's just not happening. So, Anthony Rendon is injured again. Um, so, I don't know. It's just kind of shocking news to see. Like, big name, you know, a guy that was huge back in the day, man. Like, MVP level. Yeah. Um, it, I don't want to say it's a shame to see it, but, you know, I, I kind of feel like we're somehow watching old Yeller in baseball form. <laughs> and... uh you know, he's just getting he's getting what he wants and, and he's earned the right to be able to ask for the release, um, you know, and want to go to a contender and win. Uh, I, I don't blame him for that, obviously, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the Angels were were trying to put some pieces together. I mean, they still have Mike Trout, so <clears throat> obviously you can't just build one you know, around him only and, you know, Rendon, but he's injured now, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I need to, uh, I need to check in with, with uh, a buddy of mine who's a massive Cardinals fan. So I, I know he's got plenty of love for, for Winnie the pool holes. <clears throat> well, and get and, his take and, on it. And Jeff over there, um, <clears throat> flashing the cards gear, you know, as as we speak, so yeah, it's definitely it's definitely interesting. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those like you almost feel like you know like quarterbacks right stick around too long in the NFL. Um, it's, it's almost like one of those like Albert, you might just need to hang it up, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can go. It's time. Go so. go mat go mash some some uh you know adult softball leagues, man. <laughs> Do something. Yeah, All Enjoy right. yourself uh, a nice beer league and dominate. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, all right. Before we continue, 
want to ask, remind everybody to subscribe and follow us on YouTube, Periscope, you know, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen or watch. Uh, we appreciate the uh, support. And um, speaking of that, sounds like you need it more than me, man. Uh, let's do some beer week. Mm, beer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So uh, <clears throat> yes. what, you, what you got, man? I don't know if I've had this on the show or I'm sure I have at some point, but it's a, uh, a clown shoes, haze cake, hazy double India pale ale. Um, it's a nine percenter. It's about where my night's going. So cheers. Uh, <clears throat> I got your beat, man. This is a Commonwealth brewing. I wrote, I wrote other half. I'm an idiot. Uh, sorry about that, Jeff. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> uh, it's Commonwealth Brewing Company called Cosmic Egg. It's got Sabro, Mosaic, Citra. It's a triple IPA. I actually had this on the NFL Ooh. draft show, but it wasn't the fantasy six by hour, so it doesn't count. I can do it twice. Uh, <laughs> so, sure. uh, <clears throat> yeah, I drank it when uh, Chris Allen was on. So I figured I'd save a really good one for him. I believe I gave this one a four and a half on untapped it's super good man that nice. it's you know some triples you know really hit hard this one like you, you don't taste the like extra alcohol which is 10 percent, by the way so yeah i do have you beat but uh cheers and uh here's to a, a good show yeah so let me break out my tape measure because we're clearly having a pissing contest here Ah, yes 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 we are all right um our our guest is having some technical difficulties so uh we're gonna have to wait on that all right hopefully he is is back soon (laughs) um maybe maybe joining via phone at this point so uh yeah we'll we'll get him on here soon but uh let's jump into our first topic and which is john means throws a no-no man which actually Almost should have been a perfect game, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, like the 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 pitch on the next to final batter uh, past the catcher, and you know, advanced on strike three or whatever. So it is what it is. He got he got actually thrown out at second. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I, I don't know. I I saw the the replay of it, and I mean, come on. It just, it sucks. It's kind of a dumb rule. I've never really but, understood that. Like, you swung and you missed. Like, <laughs> why is that? Why are you able to advance? I've never really understood that rule. <laughs> and when it affects a perfect game, it's so much worse. It, yeah. I mean, that that's just uh, the ultimate. So brutal, you know, like he celebrated kick, the hell out but, of the no-hitter. But you know he's sitting there going, you got to be kidding me. I almost had a perfect game. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I mean, they're calling it a wild pitch. I feel like it was the catcher. It was more on the catcher than the pitch, but 
I don't know, maybe the view I had in the replay kind of sucked. So maybe it was more on him too, but either way, this was, uh, this was quite possibly the most impressive of the no, nos that we've seen this year. Um, 12 days, man, he was dominant. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rattle off for, you know, a Dick's Dick Bixby-esque rant here to talk about this because this was my topic. And it's it's a good rant. It's not a uh and I'm angry at everything sort of a rant. Even but it's you that, ranting, I mean, so I, I'm just taking my beer out and let's hang yeah, out. Yeah, get the beer. Um so this year we've obviously seen a, a, to me an uptick in the no hitters. And it started off on April 9th with hometown hero Joe Musgrove pitching a no-hitter, the first no-hitter in San Diego's history um, at Texas, 10 Ks, missed the perfect game by having uh, hit by pitch. Carlos Rodon then came up on the 14th and did his damage against Cleveland at home, uh, 7 Ks, and a hit by pitch again, being the ultimate defining moment of imperfection, I guess we'll call it. Then you have Mad Bum, who technically threw a no hitter, albeit it will not count as one because it was game two of a double header um, <clears throat> at Atlanta uh, Sunday, the 25th of April. He went the seven innings uh, he faced 21 batters, the minimum um, had seven K's as well. And his perfection ish was uh, caused because of an error. Um, but the error turned out to be a double play on the next batter. Hence still only facing the minimum, but because of the rule, I think it was 1991 or so they set it up that you have to go nine plus innings and not have any hits or um, I think it was no hits, no runs, I guess, to, to have the no hitter. Uh, so it, it was just incredible, though. I mean, the other the other fine moment on that is that in game one, his teammate uh through a one hitter so yeah through yeah. 14 innings him yeah they one and, hit <laughs> him and Zach Gallon tossed a one hitter um i mean against a a strong contendable team yeah so and in atlanta um i thought it was pretty pretty solid i think it sucks that he won't get the actual no hitter, you know, or whatnot. Um, but the the two of them, Bumgarner and Gallon, this is from the, the recap in on ESPN, they're both officially credited with the shutouts. So it makes Arizona the first team to throw a pair of complete game shutouts in a doubleheader since Boston's Reggie Cleveland and Don Aesi at Toronto. Uh, back on September 5th of 77. 
uh, right where this mustache comes from. So, right. yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. And then again, we have means um, 12Ks and the wild pitch did him in. Uh, the very interesting thing I saw here, though, was 26 out of 27 first pitch strikes uh, for the batters per batters faced. So 26 first pitch strikes faced 27 batters. Um, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. I mean, you're you're yeah. on when you're doing that. So kudos to all these guys. Yeah, no, uh, I'm not entirely sure what game score is. This is actually the first I've heard of it, but uh, Jeff is is texting us here on the side and saying that means had a 99 game score. I, I don't know if 100 is the highest, but 99 sounds pretty damn good to me. Uh, it is the best in team history for the Orioles, so uh, it's got to be pretty good because they've had some pretty monster pitchers. So uh, highest ever is 116, he says. So yeah, that's, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, he was dominant that, that game. And uh, again, you know, you're saying it's, you know, the fourth, officially the third no-hitter this year. We've had a lot so far. I mean, I, I looked it up because I was kind of wondering like how many were thrown ever in a season. Um, <clears throat> there was eight thrown in 1884. <laughs> so that doesn't count. Uh, and then in the modern era, there's been seven thrown four times. 1990, 1991. 2012 and 2015. So pretty recent, actually. We've had seven total this year, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, but we've already had three. Maybe we'll say three and a half. <laughs> uh, I mean, how much? It, look, it's impossible to predict, but let's just have some fun with it. Like, how many can we actually expect here? We've had I like mean, we've one. Had we've had like one three. a week. Yeah, we're, we're barely into the second month of the season here. Um, so I'm. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we'll maintain this pace, but probably not. But <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with an over under of nine. Why not? Uh, I was gonna have some fun with it and say like eleven, but so maybe I'm so going over. The over. No, I guess I'm going <laughs> over. I was just gonna have some fun I, with I, it. Though. I mean, well, I think it could be double digits. Honestly, I, I really do, and I, I don't know. The the pitchers have just been on this year i mean i don't even know if it's really that like there's this you know there's a new mentality with hitting and this was something i was going to bring up and the question and why i was going to bring this up is the question is why are we getting these no hitters at the rate we're we're getting right is Mm -hmm. it pitching is getting better or hitting getting worse or is it just a change in philosophy and i really do think it's a change of philosophy it's batting average doesn't matter anymore right batting average is now dropped again and it's dropped drastically again it's right now at like 230 something overall for all of mlb it was at 240 something last year which was dreadful uh so 230 we've we are seeing star fantasy players batting at or below 200 i mean it's bad paul goldschmidt is 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 you know going down there man it's it's terrible but because these guys are you know, when they hit, they're hitting it hard. So they're hitting home runs. They're getting RBI, uh, that kind of thing. They're still fantasy relevant because they're getting you all those counting steps. Yeah. And nobody's batting average is good. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, you know, you get you get three or four good batting average guys on your team. You're probably fine. 
Yeah. You know, uh, K rates increasing, you know, mm-hmm. dramatically. So that's helping pitching as well. This is an all or nothing type of a league now with hitting. And it's just helping these pitchers become, I mean, look, John means, I guess, you know, I, I know he was good last year toward the end of the season, but no way in hell did I ever think he would throw a no hitter. I never thought Carlos Rodon would throw a no hitter. Mad Bum. Phil his, Humber. <laughs> I mean, Mad Bum had his crappy years that he, you know, he's had recently. Yeah. Come on. He's throwing, he's throwing no hitters now. Like it, it's just bizarre. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing, and, Unless something changes where we, you know, we see guys going more in, you know, trying to just get hits, get on base, um, then I don't think I, I think no hitters are going to become way more regular than they have ever been. Um, those will be rare, but we're going to see a lot more of them you know, yeah. for now until this philosophy changes. So, all right, we do have our guest back, uh, Mr. Trent Dickerson. Uh, writer for whoop, ugh, Jeff, you do it. <laughs> Trent Dickerson, uh, writer for Fantasy Six Pack. He does our uh, our hitting pointer yeah. every week. What is up, man? I can tell you're on your phone. <laughs> yeah, we have to adjust. It's we all... down the road to get better signal too, so don't hate. Oh me. man, I... podcast. <laughs> this is how committed I am, Joe. Wow, nice. I, I, I like. I it. appreciate it, man. Definitely appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, well done. So, definitely, uh, definitely got to ask you, man. You are a little bit of a shit starter on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> you got some hot takes that uh, definitely blew up. You, uh, you, you bashed. I don't know if they're hot take. Correct take. Oh, <laughs> you bashed guac, man. You don't like well, guac. Guac, I'm always never necessary, and I will find them. <laughs> So, I mean, I'll fight. I'll die on that hill. That guacamole is never necessary. Uh, you say I've just never had good guacamole. That's impossible because there's no such thing as good guacamole. So, AJ, back me up here, man. You're a guac fan, right? I have a stone bowl that I make my own guac in because my wife yeah. is awesome and bought me one. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I love guac and uh, I do not agree with this take. Um, but hey, it—that's your opinion. That's cool. Uh, but you're—you're you're wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Two against one, clearly. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so I mean, uh, what's that? Uh, I said one of them. One of them's like our my boss. So I guess I gotta just back off from this. Oh, one. don't call I'll me that. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. hey, I, I will say this though. You talked about bad batting averages. You know who's got a great batting average? Uh Ronald Acuna Jr. You were hating on him earlier, so No, I wasn't hating there. on him. I just oh dude, I own him in I own him in, in my in our keeper league, our phase six back keeper league. Hell no, dude. I drafted him in the fourth round yeah. or the fifth round the year he came up. And because we get to keep uh, a player for four years or three years or whatever it is. And he goes up around every year. So I was like, I'm going to get the best player in baseball for the next three years at a discount. (laughs) So it worked. You got the best player in baseball. That means you got Waskari Noah, right? Nah, yeah, I was going to go there, man. You, uh, (laughs) (laughs) this dude is amazing. This this pitcher obviously like made a name after the first couple of starts, like just lights out pitching. And then, uh, And now he's hitting bombs, man. He did he grand slam the other day. 
Yeah, it hit the back wall in center field at Nationals Park. He pimped it and everything. It was amazing. I mean, we're seeing, like, launch angle. Like, you know those, like, you know, I forget what site does it, but is it, like, MLB, it might be MLB. They, they you know, they, they put the pictures in the, the launch angle thing. You see it all over Twitter all the time with these, like, monster home runs. They did one for, you know, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, AJ, you were talking about getting pitchers out there for the, the home run derby. He's yeah. He's got to go. This yeah. guy has to send do it. Him, I think he send Mad Bomb, um, <laughs> Otani, and you know, uh, yeah. I mean, well, Otani's I mean, kind Otani. of a. Hey, it's, yeah. gonna really, it's gonna be really fun watching Waskari Noah and Shohei Otani go to the finals of the home run derby <laughs> and then start the All Star game the next night. That's gonna be incredible. So, <laughs> it's in color. Uh, we were saying how the you know the. All-Star Games in Colorado this year, so it's going to be like monster home run derby, too. It's going to be oh, so God. fun to they watch. They moved it from Atlanta <clears throat> yeah. to Colorado. <laughs> yeah, it's just utterly ridiculous. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Remember Didn't those Colorado records? just have one? I feel oh, like they... I don't think so. Remember how we just had like records with the home run derby a few years ago? I forget who said it. Uh, oh, damn. Who said it? Hamilton. Hamilton, right? Hamilton said it. Hamilton said it a while, while ago. Then, but then was uh, it wasn't Todd the Bod, was it? I think he was part of it. I'm trying to think. Was it um Gallo? Fielder? Was Gallo doing it? No. I think Hamilton anyway. said it though before they went to the time. That was back when he still had 10 outs. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll figure this out. <clears throat> but uh Derby record. Oh, well, I mean, was it Harper? Alonzo, I mean, Alonzo was Vlad, Vlad and Stanton and Cespedes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Current overall records held by Vlad Guerrero at a mark of 91 total. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh God. And then he couldn't swing a bat the second half that season. Remember that? Um, yeah. Yeah, don't do not do that, guys. Um, yeah. It's not good. <laughs> this is how you crush your career. <laughs> Become a first-half player. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's jump into our next topic here. And uh, apologize, you missed the no-no section, but uh, we got to keep moving here. So we're we're gonna get into you know minor league season started this this week finally. Um. Mm-hmm. So you know, usually you know we're we're seeing guys. You know, we have already seen guys get called up, but you know they hadn't had any minor league games. They just got called up because of injuries or whatever, whatnot. Um, but now that the season has started, we're going to get some guys, some games, some seasoning and things like that. Who are some players that you are looking at who could get a call up relatively soon, you know, a month or so, uh, maybe two, that can make an impact for fantasy? I think everybody obviously is looking at Jared Kalenic. You know, that that's number one. You know, they've already said he's coming out. Um, you know, coming up within a month. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously he, he's a big name. So maybe we can just pass on him because he's the obvious yeah. one. But everybody else, well, who else do you have? Uh, yeah, you mentioned Kelly. I actually put him in the hitting planner last week uh, because I think it's getting close. And I think if you have room to put him on your roster, if you have a, a just a bench spot that you can hold him in your redraft leagues, I mean – yeah, we can talk about, hey, you need to pick up Brandon Bell because he got hot or, you know, someone else, you know, some random veteran that's gotten hot that week. But 
Jared Kelnick, you know, he has a shot to actually maybe win you a league if he plays like we think he can. So I think if you got a roster spot, you should pick him up. But if uh, moving in, I'll start with a guy who actually debuted this past week. That's Daniel Lynch for the Royals. Uh, you got a pitching spot. I think he's got a shot to be a real good arm. Uh, maybe get some good strikeouts, uh, good ratios as well. And I mean, the Royals have a decent team, so maybe he can get those, uh, get some wins too. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about Vidal Brajan. Um, I'm actually seeing a tweet just now. He just uh, crushed a, another home run today. Uh, second home run in as many games so far to start the season. Um, what's your thoughts about him getting a call up relatively soon and making an impact? Uh, I mean, from what you read, uh, everybody knows in the Rays system who who's lurking there. That's Wander Franco. But Vidal Brajan is – uh, you know, right there with him in terms of getting ready to get called up. Not the same mm-hmm. skill level. Uh, maybe not as uh, – he's not as known as big of a power from what, you know, all the research I've done on him. But he's got crazy right. good speed. And maybe, you know, maybe he's found a power stroke. Maybe he's added some muscle and he's starting to hit for a little more power. But this is a guy that uh, he's probably going to hit for a good average. He's going to steal some bases if he gets on. And he's in a mm-hmm. decent raised lineup, especially once some of these other guys start getting up there. Uh, but, I mean, you have Randy or Rosarena, Austin Meadows. And, I mean, Manuel Margot's playing well this year. And the race, you know, while they do some unique things with their players, they seem to know how to put their players in the best position to succeed. And I really think Brujan is, like, close. And, you know, similar situation to Kalanick. If you have a roster spot, he might be worth, you know, keeping an eye on, you know, uh, you know, keeping uh, tabs on the news of when he could come up because – that's a guy that can get you steals, and as we know, steals sometimes can be a pretty big deal in fantasy baseball. It's not many going around. Yeah, he's only got a 40 power hit uh, grade. His hit tool is 60, which is you know pretty top notch. The run, the the speed is 70. So obviously, you know, you mentioned the speed mm-hmm. there. So yeah, he could be a guy that could come up, and you know, if he can just get on base, he's gonna he's gonna you know boost some some steal totals. And and yeah, who knows? Maybe he's gonna find a little power stroke. You know, that wouldn't be the first time we've seen stuff like that happen. So, yeah. uh, who else you got? Or AJ, you got something to say? I was just gonna say, is there anybody that you thought would have already been called up by now? Uh, well, as a Braves fan, a lot of people are wondering where Drew Waters is. Uh, so, you know, so there's a lot of people saying, where's Waters, where's Waters? Even when they hadn't signed Ozuna this offseason, uh, there was like, oh, because Waters is coming up. So, you know, as a Braves fan living in Braves country, uh, you know, uh, Drew Waters is a pretty popular pick there. But I think he still needs some time in the minor leagues. I think the COVID-shortened season uh, where there's no minor leagues kind of hurt him. Uh, I think if maybe there's a full year last year of minor leagues, maybe he's up. Uh, you know, even going back to Kelnick there, I think Kelnick's, you know, maybe he's caught up in the last year sometime if, you know, there's no short or no minor league season. If there is a minor league season, I guess to say. Uh, I mean, you can go along uh, the list. Uh, maybe even uh, C.J. Abrams there in San Diego. Uh, you know, from what you're seeing, he's, He's uh, got a lot of potential hitting the ball well, according to the reports of the alternate side. And now, of course, a uh, minor league season. Uh, got the, the only problem with him, though, is where he might play in San Diego. Uh, there was, you know, thoughts when Tatis got hurt that maybe, you know, that opens a spot for him on the roster. 
but he can maybe slide over to second. Maybe he plays center field, left field, somewhere in the outfield long term. But that's another guy that's going to have a good, you know, maybe power speed combo for you there. And then a last guy would probably be Jeter Downs uh, there in mm-hmm. uh, Boston because that's another guy probably got to slide to second base because of Sander Bogarts. But I'm just kind of wondering when he's going to get the call up. And, you know, it's kind of hard to predict some of these guys because, like I right. you said a few times, that there was no minor league season last year. So all we're going off is reports from the alternate side from the team officials of what they're saying. Uh, they took big steps last year. Maybe they forced their hands into uh, the major league, uh, major league uh, lineup spot. And so, I mean, there's a few guys to keep an eye on there. Yeah, we saw a lot of these guys get uh, spring training invites, even though yeah. – we knew that they weren't getting a chance, but the team needed to see something from them yeah. for the first time in, you know, a, over yeah. a year. So yeah. um, a couple of guys that interest me and I want to get your opinion on them is Nolan Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a huge name in, in St. Louis there for a while until, um, until obviously they signed Arenado. I mean, what, what's your, uh, you said, or no, sorry, no, no, Nolan Nolan Gorman, who, right? who am I thinking of? Nolan Gorman, Gorman. yeah, sorry. I said Nolan. I read your list and the guy said Nolan and stopped, but uh, he, mm-hmm. I meant to say Nolan Gorman. You're, you're right. Yeah, so yeah my Nolan apologies Jones for that. Are, yeah, Nolan Jones is a good prospect too to talk about there in Cleveland. Yeah, Gorman is interesting because, like you said, they traded for Arenado, and when you trade for Arenado, that's gonna block third base for a while. And Gorman's Absolutely, but you know, yeah, the, but those reports come out that he might slide over to second base, kind of like how, you know, the Reds kind of shifted their infield around, put Suarez at short. Booth and everybody else, third, yeah. Put Jonathan India over at second. You know, he was a third baseman in the minors. And now they're talking about Gorman doing the same thing, maybe switching over to second base. And personally to me, you know, if you play fantasy baseball, you know kind of how thin second base could be. Uh, you know, there's some tears. Yes. <laughs> kind of drop off after a while. There's like four he, players, and then you don't want anybody else. <laughs> over to second base, and this, you know, he might. Yeah, uh, but if he slides over to the second base, and he can kind of keep up the potential he's shown in the minor leagues, um, that makes him a lot more intriguing to me. You know, maybe not just from a fantasy aspect. If he can sign over the second and project and do what he's projected to do at third, that honestly makes him more valuable right now because. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. Uh, I I loved his uh, his his profile, you know, coming out of college, and then uh, he he just flashed the power immediately in the minors, and I think it, I think it's going to continue. Another guy, and this is for personal reasons, I got him on my in in my uh, in my dynasty league. Uh, sitting there in my minor league spots is uh, <clears throat> is uh, Travis Swaggerty, and uh, I may have drafted yeah. him because he's got the coolest name ever. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> but, eighty great name, eighty great name. Yeah, I know, right? My team name is an, an immediately going to have something with swag in it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, what what's your thoughts on him going forward? Uh, he's interesting because I don't know if he has the ceiling that some of the other guys we've mentioned. Uh, you know, from reports you read, just seeing stuff. But, you know, he's shown so far, or, you know, in his past, he's got decent OBP numbers, uh, decent contract rate, contact rate, it seems like. And the big thing here is he might get an opportunity pretty quick because he's in Pittsburgh. And, I mean, what reason does Pittsburgh not have to play him? Because, I mean, 
you know, like we talked about with uh, Gorman, St. Louis is trying to be competitive. If they don't think he's ready, they're not going to, there's no right. reason to rush him because you're competitive. But Pittsburgh is like, let's go see what this kid's got uh, in the outfield. I mean, it's, who's really going to block him now? The, uh, the ghost of Gregory, Gregory Polanco. I mean, he's already hurt. Yeah. I mean, is, is he blocking anybody any, at any time any now? No. So, <laughs> yeah. More doctors I mean, from getting into his house. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, Swaggerty might have an opportunity there if he can have a strong month or so in the minor leagues that, hey, why not call him up? Uh, we figure the Pirates are going to be bad. Uh, even if he's not good right away, uh, that's okay. Let him learn on the job, kind of like they're doing with Kebron Hayes there at third base. Maybe you find an outfielder. You're not trying to be good this year necessarily. You're, uh, I mean, we could have told you that by looking at their – what is their salary, their uh, salary situation there where they're not – paying people minimum wage to play baseball. So uh I really like that swaggity kid and I you know I'm in a few dynasty leagues. I know I write more on the redraft side right now, but there's a I, I'm trying to find a way to get swaggerty at least in one of my leagues because I I kind of do like maybe the idea that he's gonna have opportunities to play. Yeah, so like I have him, and it's a points league, and you know points leagues are usually pretty power heavy, you know, power hitter, you know, uh, favorable. But we adjusted things a little bit to where like some of these, you know, on base percentage guys, you know, these these high average guys who maybe don't hit, you know, thirty home runs every year, are are still valuable. Uh, and so Swaggerty was like a, an immediate guy that, you know, once he fell to me, I, I've always had the back end of the, the rookie drafts for, uh, for, for that, for that league. Uh, he fell to me and I was just like, Oh, thanks guys. <laughs> it was an immediate grab for me. I, it took me about 20 <laughs> seconds to make that pick. So, um, yeah. AJ, you gotta go. I got one last question for you regarding these, but AJ, you got anything else? I mean, I, I have to highlight pretty much, you know, the the fan and tie-in of the show, Mr. Seth Beer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why not? I like it, man. What, yeah, he could be a good... what, do you, what do you like about beer? What don't you like? Um, I mean, is he refreshing I mean... on a summer's eve? Is he <laughs> yeah. someone you just need uh... to go out and... Said a session IPA. Mind, I'm, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna stop. I get myself in trouble here. <laughs> yeah, if uh, I mean, if Arizona were to like, fall off a cliff, you know, here this year, and you wanted to start selling some players, maybe you give him a shot just for the marketing reasons of a guy with the name of Beer. So, uh, if, you know, maybe you got something there. If he hits like a home run or, or he hits like two home runs, you get like some kind of beer promotion there. I mean, it just writes itself, like you're saying. So you go from Swaggerty to beer. There's two, you know, pretty great names for baseball. Uh, the only thing concerning to me is, you know, he was involved in that, the Zach Grinky trade a few years ago. And he was thought of a little more highly now. And it seems like people are kind of, you know, moving away away from you don't hear as much about them anymore at least not in my opinion and i don't know if that's reports from the alternate side as much or maybe it's just uh maybe it's prospect fatigue in a way uh you never really know with some of these guys um, 
he's an interesting prospect. You might honestly be in your dynasty leagues, go get him at a pretty decent price if you like the skill set and, of course, if you like the name. Yeah, I can easily see him being on a poster or billboard or whatever, you know, one of those like holding the bat low and then, you know, it's like come check out all of our beers at, you know, Chase Field and it's like Budweiser and, you know, whatever, Corona and then the bat and then it's like like other beers. I don't know. I'm just into beer. (laughs) <laughs> that's, all, wrong with that, man. that's all i can yeah. go with right now all right trent my last question for you is we've hit on a lot of hitters here and, and you you sprinkled in a, a pitcher or two you got any more pitchers that people should be looking at you know as uh guys to be picking up here soon or you know as soon as we get the news that they're getting called up mm-hmm. go grab these guys immediately uh like I said, Daniel Lynch is pretty good. Logan Gilbert's a pretty good name uh, there in mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah. Uh, close for, from what you read about him. Triple A, I believe, to start the year. Uh, pretty high upside, depending on who you ask. You know, that Seattle's got a pretty good farm system in general, uh, especially pitching-wise. You have uh, him and you have Kirby and Hancock there. All three of those guys project for pretty well, and it's depending on who you listen to or who you talk to yeah. about which way they get ranked. But it looks like he's the closest to making the major leagues and could make it within the next month or so, maybe. Uh, you know, the key to all this is passing that service time date, which, you know, we've already started. We passed about a week or so ago, but teams are, you know, still going to use it to say, oh, they need to work on certain things like whatever, maybe just to help buy that extra year of service time. But I think he's got a good shot to be up pretty soon. And then another name to give a second answer might be Matt Manning for the Tigers. Yeah, he's got to be inside. Pretty high upside. Crazy good. Uh, from what you see about him, everything I've read on him says maybe one of the best breaking balls uh, in the uh, already once he gets up in the major leagues. Uh, the Tigers have no reason to compete this year, so might as well, if you feel like giving him a shot to see what he can do at the major league level, it's kind of hard to say sometimes because – with pitchers, they may not want to rush them if you're not going to have a good year. And then, of course, you see kind of what the Tigers have done with Mize and Scooball, and you might get kind of worried they don't have the best track record recently of developing pitchers or calling them up the right time and helping them succeed. But Manning has a very high upside that uh, I think he's pretty much as close to Major League ready as he, he's going to get. Maybe he could use a few more refinements here or there. It's just really going to be on if the Tigers are ready to call him up and start that, that service time clock. So, yeah, that's something you always got to worry about. Like you mentioned, uh, you know, you mentioned Swaggerty with the Pirates and, and like, you know, what do they have to lose? It's like, well, <laughs> it's a stupid service time clock here. They got to lose. You know, it's like <laughs> these guys, that's what they do. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. it, it sucks. I hate it. I really hope that in the next, you know, the next bargaining agreement or whatever, you know, they figure out a way to fix that because it's such trash. <laughs> these guys, like when they're ready, they need to get caught up. Kalenic. 100% should have started the year with Seattle. Yeah. No way. And they even came out and said, basically, no, we're not doing it yeah. because of the service time rule. And, like, they, uh, there's you, nothing you, you can do about it. Like, it just sucks. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, man. Um, anybody mm-hmm. else you want to talk about, or should we move uh, on uh, to some injury news? Yeah, like the Braves. The Braves did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> uh. 
I'll mention one more. I'll give a home for name. He's not going to be ready this year, but it's a dynasty pick. Sure. Uh, he's a dynasty kind of pick. Uh, Michael Harris for the Atlanta Braves. Okay. If he's available somehow on your roster. In a couple of dynasty leagues that I was in, he was actually on waivers. Uh, hmm. If he's still somehow not on your prospect list, Michael Harris uh, is a great name to go pick up. I think he's going to be the next big prospect for the Braves. Uh, and I think about six months from now, man, he's his value. He's going to he's going to rise up prospect rankings, in my opinion. And this is going to be the last time you can get him pretty cheap, uh, unless you're coming out a Braves fan. Like I'm not going to give him to you pretty cheap in the next couple of years. <laughs> Duly noted. I'm. I'm. Uh, we don't have the type of roster to to hold hold a ton of minor league guys in my dynasty league. Uh, only guys that we drafted in the in the first year player draft. Um, I can't let's like pick up anybody and throw them in there if they're minor league eligible. Unfortunately, so it's hard to do it. But I will definitely keep them on my radar. Uh, so good to know. All right, let's jump into some injuries. Um, Trent, we or we just kind of rip through these. We'll we'll stop on a few. Get your opinion on them. Uh, but there's a lot, so we, we try to get through it fast. Uh, I'll start with uh, Luis Robert. Uh, no, I switched the names here. AJ, sorry. <laughs> I forgot that it, it swapped all the names on me earlier. This thing got all screwed up. Fucking guy. I know. Uh, yes. As you said, uh, Luis Robert is out now 12 to 16 weeks with a grade three hip flexor. That is painful on multiple levels for him and for his fantasy owners. So much for the White Sox winning the division, man. They lost Eloy and Luis Robert, basically. Uh, that's brutal. Um, next here is Dustin May out for the year. Tommy John was having a monster start to the season. Really picked up a strikeout rate. It's unfortunate, man. Um, Trent, what's your thoughts on, uh, on, on Dustin May? Like, you know, he, he'll he be what? He'll be back middle of the season next year at best? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't even know what to think of with him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate because everything you wanted from Dustin May to uh, – wanted him to take that next step on, it looked like he was taking that next step. Yeah. Like his 100%. track out, that fantasy – maybe like a fancy stud that a lot of people thought he could be. And like his strikeout rate jumped up a lot. I don't know if he could have kept up that rate, but it's just really unfortunate to see him take this step and then uh, just end up, you know, on the shelf, or like you said, maybe until next midway of next year. Yeah. So next guy we got here, we've already, uh, already hinted at this a little bit earlier with the uh, pool holes talk and that's Anthony Rendon. He's on the IL with a knee injury. Um, so hopefully you have, uh, someone else in mind, uh, or on your, your roster that has the eligibility that you can slide in there for Rendon. Yeah. Then next up, uh, Jacob DeGrom didn't hit the IL, but missed his, uh, missed his start on Tuesday due to a lat injury. He's already throwing. It sounds like he's going to be good to go for this weekend, but it's not totally confirmed yet. Um, it, it just sucks. You know, those of you locked him in for, you're locking him in regardless in a weekly league, no matter how many starts he gets, but you were getting a two-start week out of DeGrom and 
now you're not going to get it. So that blows because he is a monster. So, yeah, definitely, definitely painful. Um, George Springer, welcome back. Oh, wait, <laughs> to the IL, that is. Uh, he is back on the Played, IL. What, three games, four games, I think is what it was. I, who cares? I Not enough. Uh, a small sample size, as they say. Um, he has two home runs. <laughs> Small sample size, as they say. Uh, back on the IL with a quad strain, and uh, yeah, that was that was fun while it lasted. So, Trent, I want to ask you, like, what do we do with a guy like George Springer? Like, you can't trade the guy. Who, who trusts him to stay healthy at this point? Like, if you don't have an IL spot, you can throw him in. Like, what do we do with Springer? Because they've already said he's going to be out longer than the ten days. I think you just kind of got to pray and hope it's not – maybe it's like 15 <laughs> days or 20 days. It ain't long because I'm in a situation where I have George Springer and Christian Yelich. So we haven't got to Yelich mm. yet, but, uh, you know, similar situation. Uh, hey, welcome to my team finally after three weeks. And then, well, put you right back on the bench of the IL. So, uh, I'm going to guess I that mean, team's not doing very really, well. <laughs> no. No. Because there's a lot of injuries on that team, too. That's like, like my team's just IL. It's that's all it is. Like I'm just yeah, like, already play it for next year. So, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. So with that, I'll just jump ahead real quick. Yeah, uh, sure. Take it, man. Christian Yelich uh, on the ILs <laughs> as of Tuesday, thanks to a back injury. Um, and I mean, this isn't the first back injury that we've seen that's completely crushed a Milwaukee Brewer. Um, I would go back to Ryan Braun, stud for the Brewers for many, many years. And, you know, the, the injuries just started creeping up, especially the back injuries. And uh, it, it just crushed his career, I feel like. I mean, he's had a, a little bit of a resurgence when he finally got healthy again. But, you know, uh, I, I just hope that that Yelich doesn't fall victim to the same thing and back injuries are always finicky. So hopefully they play this one right and, and let him rest it and get fully healthy before throwing it back out there. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned it last week with a back injury and he wasn't on the IL yet, but uh, I was like, yeah, don't, don't be surprised if it happens. Uh, so I'll take a couple here. Uh, you got Kevin Gosman, not on. He's on the IL. Uh, it's due to COVID. I mean, <laughs> they haven't officially said, but it's uh, it's due to COVID. And um, you know, he'll, he'll, they're thinking it might even just be like a close contact thing. So if he clears, he could be back really soon. But so far, not yet. Um, yeah, we'll. Uh, Oh, uh, Jeff actually just said me it is a reaction from the vaccine. So yeah, he could be like a couple of days then. Oh, so yeah. uh yeah, it could be, you know, he's he felt he's sick. Off. Is so, he already off? I was gonna say, how did why is he's he already, even no, he's on, on the IL? He's on the team I have. So it's hmm. pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> so it's your fault. No, just uh all right. Hey Jay, go ahead. Um, uh <laughs> don't take my title <laughs> yeah uh, we got the voodoo the voodoo, doll I'm not, right I'm here, the voodoo doctor over here <laughs> uh we got uh mr yaz flute chisholm 
is on the IL with a hammy injury. I mean, he was playing pretty well. Um, he kind of started to fall off a little bit, but maybe this had something to do with it. I, I don't know. And then uh, now he's finally, finally just put on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, Jeff just messaged to us. He and he's back base- off the shelf. Well, he resumed baseball activity. That yeah, you know. Well, that who knows? Not a lot. I mean, it, hopefully it'll be short lived. But again, like the back injuries, hamstring injuries are hamstring not good, linger. especially for somebody who is uh, looked at to run the bases and steal. So yep. All right, so I'll take a couple in a row here because we got the Yellowch one sandwiched in here. Uh, Corbin Burns on the IL. No designation why. They're going to all probably guess as to what it is. Upper so. body injury. <laughs> I think. Yeah, okay, hockey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody see the the Capitals and the, and the Rangers? <laughs> Brutal, dude. Uh, and then we got Travis Arnold, Um 60-day IL with a torn ligament in his thumb. They caught up William Contreras. Trent. Braves fan, uh, any of these catchers they got on their roster worth picking up in fantasy or just don't worry about it? I mean, catchers in fantasy are almost – it's almost like just kind of pray half the time anyways. But William Contreras is definitely intriguing. He's uh, known to be a decent hitter in the minor leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. He's better than what Alex Jackson was providing for the Braves. Alex Jackson went like – one for 80, I think, this year. So, uh, Contreras in his first three games has actually been pretty solid. Uh, he's had a few hits. Uh, he had his first career home run the other night. So, he's looking good. I mean, he's yeah. got, a, he's got good genes. We know who his brother is. So, yeah. potentially, uh, he could be. I was wondering about that. Are they related? Uh, I mean, maybe not a stud. Yeah, that's his, uh, Contreras, uh, is, that's the younger brother of Wilson there in Chicago. So we know what Wilson's been able to do. So maybe William can tap into that potential as well, that hit tool that his brother has. Yeah, hopefully. Speaking of the Cubbies, uh, former Cub returned to the Cubs, Mr. Jake Arietta, on the 10-day with a thumb injury as well. He hopes to return soon. Um, I'm guessing it's not as much of his thumb that was up his butt as Travis Dernod because, you know, he's got the torn ligament. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> and then uh, another Cub, guy that I was touting all offseason. And then, I almost just picked up earlier this week. So. And I, I did pick him up in a couple leagues. Nico Horner, um, IL with a forearm injury. He hopes to return in the minimum time. But, I mean, he was hitting well even, you know, in the short amount of time that he, you know, had, you know, played. So, I'm, I'm hoping for big things from this kid. I, I think he's got all, a, a lot of talent. So, um, next up, AJ. Yep. We got Alex Kirilov is on the IL with a sprained wrist. Boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. They, they caught up. They, they, they brought Miguel Sano back off the IL just for him. Yikes. Uh, Brandon Nemo. On the aisle due to a finger injury, the Mets are not looking good right now on offense. So they need they don't need to be losing offensive talent, unfortunately. So this one this one stings. 
Um, we got some good news <laughs> mixed in here. <laughs> yeah, threw uh, this one in. <laughs> Luke Voigt is already playing in rehab games for AAA Scranton Wilkes Bear. Whoopity doo! No, I need first base health desperately in my dynasty league, and he's on my IL. So come back. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, to finish things off, we got Diego Castillo. Uh, on the IL, the Rays bullpen, man, committee, 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 it sounds like. Uh, yeah, Springs got the save today, so maybe he's the guy. Um, we got we got Jeffrey. We got Ryan Thompson. We got Pete Fairbanks, who randomly came back from the IL that nobody knew he was coming back this early. Uh, dropped his ass in a couple of leagues because thought he was out for a long time. That's kind of yeah. the way they were stating it. And then just like, boom. Has anybody else noticed that the IL activations this year are like a surprise? <laughs> like, hundred, like, you're out 10 days. Oh, wait, what? It's been six. Okay, cool. Whatever. Well, I, I get like the COVID what? ones, right? Like those yeah. happen, right? Yeah, but like, that, that's understandable. Ryu, but like Ryu was on the IL and we knew he could come back, but like we didn't know when. And then he was activated today and started like he was activated like an hour before the start happened. I, I totally miss you sitting on the bench. I think it's a uh, a ploy by um, Manfred to screw over fantasy football players it's, who also play a, fantasy it, baseball. This this feels like a like a Belichick type move with, with like he just hates well, fantasy. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's players. just like uh, okay, you're off now. You hit <laughs> ten days. Well, you know, you're supposed to start. I don't like this matchup give you one more day and not say anything until warm-ups okay there was a league that, or, so or they're league gonna at, be like hey wait espn starts their leagues and locks them at the first game right at one o'clock today so nobody can add you okay all right yeah let's do it well, not let's even that it. so so the worst thing is is that so i'm in a i'm in a league where it's the it's the dynasty league so rosters are deep so a lot of these guys on the il are owned or you know in il spots and so the way we had the rule set up was that if you have a guy in your il slot who is no longer il eligible you can't make roster changes that day so we've had like surprise il activations like say you know say it's a say it's a saturday right we got staggered games all day right that's what happens on saturday um you've got some one o'clock games you got some four o'clock games you you go in at like 11 30 set your lineup and this has happened to me i, I went at like 11 o'clock set my lineup guy's still in the il i was able to change some stuff went in and then i come to find out that a couple of the guys that i put in my starting roster are no longer starting it's like the four o'clock game. So I got try to go in and, and change it. And somebody in my IL is no longer on the IL. So I can't change anybody. I'm locked because the dude played the one o'clock game and was like activated 30 minutes before the game. What the hell is happening? So we had to change it. We had to change the rule. You can go in on fan tracks and change the rule. We did it so that you had like a one day grace period. So you don't get screwed the day that they get activated. I I like in uh, in fan checks that you can still drop a guy, and I, I may have mentioned this the show before, uh, but you can drop a guy who's already started in a day to pick somebody else up, 
but they won't if if you did it to try to play somebody you know that day it's not going to happen uh if that person's game already started because i did that and i don't know if you call i think it was in our matchup i i like blew three pickups immediately because i tried to pick somebody up and his game had already started or something i was like god damn it you can't yeah you can't pick up players who their game has already started (laughs) well no that yeah i know you can but but you can't put them in your lineup (laughs) well yeah and i didn't realize that the game had already started until afterwards i was like oh god damn it but i was still (laughs) able to drop the same guy that i dropped to pick that player who started up and pick somebody else up. It, it was the, like the weirdest freaking thing. So I don't know if I found a new loophole, a black hole, a I don't really give a fuck hole. Um, but <laughs> so you're not paying attention hole. I'm throwing everything I have into that whole <laughs> sort of deal because it worked. Uh, so I don't know if I want to talk about holes anymore. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, the only, the only other injury I wanted to mention is uh, hometown for me. And annoying because he's on my team is Bryce Harper has played like one inning in the past, I don't know, 19 days or something stupid like that. That's, that's not even correct. It's it's like two or three games, but he's dealing with all kinds of stuff uh, after getting well, beamed like in one, the face. Like Juan Soto. <laughs> uh, yeah. He got activated and to be pinch hitter so he could play DH this weekend. Like what? Why didn't you wait till the weekend? <laughs> That's the stupidest thing ever. Good job, Washington. Uh, (sighs) Yeah. All right. Let's finish this up with some players that we think you should add. I got four. If you guys got anybody else to add, um, feel free to to chime in here. I'll start here with Colton Wong. Was activated off the IL, you know, 11 games ago. He's batting 395 with nine runs, two home runs, and five RBI and a steal in that time. Like, I don't think the power is really going to uh, <clears throat> to keep with him. He's not that kind of player, but I think the steals are, are going are gonna to pick up. Um, yeah. But uh, I, uh, I think I think he's he's very good. Um, I think he's he's somebody that you should you should go out and grab. And again. Trent mentioned earlier, second base is a total shithole. Uh, yep. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the next guy we have listed here is uh, Mr. Rojas. And he also has second base eligibility and shortstop and yeah, outfield. Killing it well, lately. in ESPN, at least. Um, he, he's he been crushing the hell out of the ball. Um you know, if if for whatever reason he's out there and he's still uh, on ESPN, he's still only rostered forty point two percent, and that's a thirty eight point six percent jump. Um, by tomorrow, it'll probably be even higher than that, thanks to oh, thanks the whopping two points you got me today, Dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so Trent's having some more technical difficulties, unfortunately. Um, so we're gonna let Trent go. Uh, but I do, Trent. If if you can, before you go, man, let everybody know you know what you got going on for the site and where they can find you on Twitter and that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully this gets through. It's starting to lag again. But uh, currently <laughs> working on the hitting planner for this week. Uh, I've been all over it. 
you know, the last few weeks correctly predicted uh, Waskari Noah hitting another bomb because Joe called me out on Twitter because I didn't put him in the last time I mentioned the race. <laughs> so I made sure I put, I made sure I How put dare him you. in this time. But, uh, uh, but if you want, you can find me on Twitter at Trent D thirteen thirteen. Uh, some of the best takes in all of the Twitterverse, whether it be fantasy baseball, Atlanta Braves, or food. Uh, I have a lot. Minus the guac always never necessary. Uh, but I have a lot of fun on there, and I'll interact with anybody. But did, yeah, did you so say guac scars? No, Urena. What I, guac guac scars? What? <laughs> Shut up, AJ. <laughs> He's already having enough trouble as it is. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's going to keep right. having trouble if he keeps talking down about guac. All right. Uh, all right, Trey. We'll let you go, man. I appreciate you doing everything you could to come on tonight. It was uh, yeah, a lot of good information, man. All the minor league stuff you brought up was, was fantastic. So uh, good to have you on. And and yeah, guys, definitely check out his stuff on the site. It's 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 great. So have a good night, man. All right. See you, Trent. Alrighty. Um, so finish thing off here. We got, I got two pitchers. I got, uh, the first one I'm leading with is Cole Irvin of the Oakland athletics. His last three starts. He's thrown a total of 19 and a third innings, 23 strikeouts. He's a 1.86 ERA and a 1.09 whip His FIP and his ex FIP agree pretty much, you know, right in line that he can continue to do this, you know, you know, for, for the, not, not this level, this is crazy, but like his over overall FIP and XFIP and, and ERA is in the mid threes and he can get, you know, it sounds like he can continue to do this. Um, if not better, honestly, like I think, uh, I forget which one it is. I think it's the FIP might be better than XFIP. Um, so it, one of them actually is, uh, is, is better than the other. And the thing that really strikes me with him is that his command is crazy. Uh, he's he's only walking 1.29 batters per nine, so like right there, he's just not letting he's not letting guys get on base for free, and that's that's huge. Yeah. Um, I had to take a chance on him in our league because walked into a couple pitching injuries this week and just needed some starts, and went out there and grabbed Cole Urban, and he got me a fantastic eight innings this week. So I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I um, was looking at him early this week too, and I was like, "All right, I got to remember." It wasn't the best of starts. It was Irvin. Toronto too. I took a huge chance on it, and like, you know, it, I, I looked at it, I looked at like yeah, the team but, WRC pluses, and Toronto's like twelfth in that, and I was like, "Ah, whatever, middle of the road." <laughs> you know, it's like there's really no. But he he still notched the win. He got a got you a quality start, eight innings. Start. Nine Ks. I mean, dude, he's been in Fuego. Uh, yeah, I uh, and and I'm I'm looking at this. Yep, that's about right. I'm looking at this uh, picture on Fantrax, and it looks like he's wearing a Phillies hat. So he does not yeah. pitch for the Phillies right now, <laughs> and they could probably probably use those kind of stats. Um. Thanks, Fantrax. Thanks for that reminder. Uh, real, real quick, by the way, just stupidity. to kind of backtrack to our no hitter talk. Somebody on Twitter, Matt Kremitzer, Kremitzer I don't know, Mark that. Kremnitzer, no, Matt, uh, hmm. put a tweet out. That said, anyone know any anyone know what this means? And it, uh, war for pitchers. 
John Means has a war of 2.3 for pitchers. The next best is Duffy and Cole at 1.7 and 1.6. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Hmm. Shoot me that tweet. I want to look at that. Um, we'll do. Yeah. Private chat. The, there we go. Wow. Okay. That's pretty crazy, man. Uh, yeah. So John Means is the, apparently, according to War, the best pitcher in baseball. <laughs> no. Come on. Where's DeGrom on this list? That doesn't make any sense. This has to be wrong, right? I mean, well, because DeGrom doesn't get any wins. So <laughs> thanks, Mets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, the Mets are better, but. No, no, they're not. Not hitting. <laughs> they're yeah, better. They're, they're, they're fine not. pitching. Strowman's been good. The Grom's always been amazing. Their hitting is atrocious this year. Yeah, I mean Walker's been pretty decent-ish. Yeah, the pitching's um, been good as it usually is for them. It's just not the hitting. It's crazy. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll wrap things up here with Mister Jose Irina. Look, the K's suck uh, most of the time. He has been able to get seven, eight or so, but, uh, you know, Mix in a couple don't, twos. don't, don't add them. If you're looking for K's, you're, you're adding them for the other counting stats. Uh, you know, if you need Horatio's. a boost in, in ERA and whip, uh, you got to take a look at him. He's gone seven innings in mm-hmm. all four of his starts. Um, He's only allowed seven total runs, no more than two per game. And I don't I don't know if it will continue, but you can ride it while he's dealing. Um, the Tigers, like we talked about earlier, they don't necessarily have any business competing, but they are. Um, they've, they've been a pretty surprising team to me, at least. And I actually grabbed him. He was the player that I picked up today who I guess already his game had already started. So he wasn't being added to my roster until tomorrow. Mm. Um, but it didn't matter because I dropped another pitcher who was meaningless for today or tomorrow or my team in general. Um, that's why you got dropped. And uh, yeah, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, what the hell? Yurin is not on my team right now. Oh, his game started. Okay. But then I went back and I added two more players that were playing today no problem. Slid him into my lineup. Apparently, you're just telling everybody who's watching you're really bad at fantasy baseball. No, I just don't pay attention. <laughs> I, I, I'm still uh, I'm still okay. recovering from uh, from the, the the pandemic year, and um, mm. yeah, I mean it was uh, it was a rough one. It was a rough year of of not playing fantasy baseball. Oh, well, actually, so- yeah, we did play. Never mind. We we played, but nobody really cared. Yeah. Uh, so before we go, yeah. So before we go, I got two things. Uh, I looked up pitching wins above replacement leaders on ESPN. John Means is at two point three. Danny Duffy is at one point seven, and Gary Cole is at one point six. But there's a bunch of pitchers, pitchers tied. One is Jacob Degrom. For some odd reason, whatever this list that this guy shared skipped Degrom and a bunch of other guys that have 1.6 like i don't know but anyway so degrom is up there i figured that was the case also want to ask you you got your second covid shot i did 
how did you how did they go man because i get mine on saturday and i'm like terrified i'm gonna be like on my deathbed like sunday afternoon um heather was pissed uh because i felt fine uh the entire day of monday um (laughs) she was uh you know she she didn't she had some symptoms and you know some whatever side effects i guess you want to call them um it did hit me uh yesterday Uh, well no was it tuesday Tuesday, you had Tuesday on like afternoon. I got it Monday. Saturday? Oh, you got it Monday. No, I got it okay. Monday. I was good the rest of the day. Monday, I didn't. Yeah. I slept for shit Sunday night because I stayed up watching Netflix. Um, and then Tuesday or Monday night, I was uh, well. Both of us were awake because our younger daughter woke up middle of the night and had to come in our room and. Like, yeah, there was four of COVID, us in the bed. Not your, plus not your I know, I know. I digress. <laughs> I apologize, but you yes. opened this damn get to the gate, Get to so the point. It's your don't, do, don't do this. Let's go like this. <laughs> day of the shot, good. Day after the shot, afternoon, sucked balls. Yeah. Tired, arm, yeah, kind of hurt, but mostly just achy, kind of yeah. bones achy and minimal nausea. Took an 800 milligram ibuprofen. I was fine. All right. Yeah, I get mine on Saturday. I I get mine on the 8th. Jeff gets his on the 11th. Uh, Jeff asks you, how's that 5G going, man? You you broadcasting? (laughs) You don't get that joke? Come on. It's all the jokes, all the... Never mind. Is it something to do with my mustache? Are you making fun of my mustache? No, the the COVID vaccine. Come on, you don't know this. All the people are like, oh, the the company's uh, no. trying to watch us, <laughs> trying to track us. I, <laughs> Jesus, I, I don't know. You you apparently ignore the the news more so than I, I don't do. watch the probably, news. I, I, mean, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It was all over Twitter for a long time. Anyway, anyway, unless uh, Ron Burgundy is giving the news, <laughs> I do not watch it. In case yeah. you haven't noticed by the sweet mustache and Yaz flute comment. Oh, thrown in earlier yes anyway and i should have gone with whale's vagina something or other when i was talking about musgrove and i wanted to and i didn't so you're welcome for that you just did so okay um all right again so we're gonna welcome. call tonight hope uh you guys will be seeing us at the fantasy football expo all three of us by the way jeff is in too so it'll be a good time and uh because we're all vaccinated yeah, baby. Boom. Uh, so, and I'm drinking uh, a Surly Brewing Abrasive Double IPA. Uh, aggressive, fruity, and I, bold. I'm not drinking this next week again because I got a few more left, but it's Culture King. It's a new, uh, it's a new Imperial okay. Hazy IPA from Flying Ooh, Dog. Flying. Ooh. It is a uh, another 10 percenter, so tomorrow is going to be awesome for me. So <laughs> kids, get to bed. Kids will be in school. <laughs> Kids, get on the bus yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's right, that way. That's uh, that's it Dang, for the show. Have a good night, everyone. See y'all next week.